another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Legion on Zoom. As always, and I always will be, Diches. Yes, you will be. In your soy Miguel. And I'm Rod. What's, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, man, some fucking, what's his name? Rene Descartes shit. I Chez, therefore I am. <laughs> Damn. Chez is a verb. I wonder what is the Chez. Do you Chez, Rod? No, 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 no. You don't Chez. You don't Chez. How does Rod's one Chez? It's hard to explain, man. It's hard to explain. I've been working on trying to put together like a manifesto and put into words before I die. But one day it'll come to fruition. I'll teach we- the world how to Chez. I'm imagining like that Rorschach. Like that Rorschach journal at the end of Watchmen, you know, like it's like two chairs, like after you die, it'll disappear and fucking end up here. And so I'm hoping people out there listening are in. Well, you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend the way we are. We're figuring out how to chess because we're recording right now on a lovely Sunday night. um, And we're excited to spend some time with you guys. Word, yo. But, you know, I'll tell you who is chessing all over the place and he's going to be chessing in everyone's faces. In the news, Aaron Taylor fucking Johnson, fucking quick ass. That's Quicksilver and kick ass. The dude just got casted as Craven the fucking hunter. That's Chesin. But will he be an interdimensional vampiric spider hunter Craven? VXZ or just nah. like the, the regular toxic hairy chest one from the comic books. That's what I want. <laughs> Look, that's, and he wears like a lion. Yo, he's mad, like not PC. Like he has that's like a big ass lion's head on his shoulders. He's just so oozing toxic masculinity. Dude, <laughs> the Craven from the Fox Kids Spider-Man cartoon might be one of the manliest characters ever made. I always wanted to see that, like that Craven. Go to the tour against the street shark. And he, has, he also has a fine mustache. Facts. Yeah, right? He's a mustachioed villain. Oh, Yo, and deep. speaking of toxic masculinity, I would recommend people read. I think it, there was a recent event. I, I was trying to Googling right now, but in on Amazing Spider-Man written by Nick Spencer, which I've talked about before. Everybody knows on the LOC, I am the Spider-Man fucking fan. And, and, and I'm not loving Nick Spencer's run. I'm not. I am just not. He had a, he had an event with uh, a Craven, which was OK. The one thing I think uh, um, uh, Chess would like is it was the saving grace was it was Humberto Ramos. Uh, the the main artist for the book. So that was pretty fucking cool. And Ryan Otley, both of them. And, and so that was good. But the 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 story involves something with Craven having like children who were like clones, I think. It was what? weird. And he like they die to try to get his approval. <laughs> something toxic. <laughs> for some for some reason, as you we were talking about Craven, I started realizing um <laughs> I don't know if I should bring this up, but I'll bring it up. There seems to be this um small category of like animal based like superheroes, but they're all like white dudes, you know, like Bawana Beast, Craven the Hunter, Animal Man. It's kind of like I'm surprised there's not a bit more diversity up in that particular genre of like themes of superheroes but shout out to Boana Beast though 
He's like a yeah, tier but, C character. But, and then they're kind of like opposites, though, right? Because Buona Beast is like in tune with the animal kingdom, whereas mm-hmm. Craven kills animals nah, for game. But dude, yeah, but and then dude, he wants it, to hunt Peter Parker as like the nah. greatest game. Yo, but, quick, quick side note. I remember one of the darkest Marvel comic books I ever read was with Craven the Hunter that he buries Peter alive. That's the last and, hunt. Yeah, no. Yeah, and and yeah, at yeah. this point, like Peter's still wearing the black suit, but not mm-hmm. the symbiote. I, I I don't remember the details of why he was still wearing the black suit. It was a really dark fucking storyline yeah. with Vermin, the rodent man or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vermin, end, not Vermin. Yeah, at the end, uh, Craven just fucking p- uh, puts a fucking 12 gauge in, in his mouth. And anyways. Yeah, no, written by GM DeMatteis. And Mike Sec, yeah, no, it was in. That's an intense classic. I hope we get book. all that from this Max, quick yo. ass. Yo, I want all the toxic masculinity. Yo, shout out to toxic masculinity. But, <laughs> <laughs> right, but no, but let's get back into it, right? Because we, we we deviated a bit. So, like in terms of the news, Aaron Taylor Johnson, well known for Quicksilver in the MCU, who we didn't see in Wandavision as we were hoping, right? We got Ralph Boner, and then we ended up getting. Max. And he was also the star of Kick uh, Kick Ass. Mark Miller's great uh, fucking uh, 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 book. Um, we have him. He's cast as Craven. Guys, what do you think? Do you like him as Craven? Do you think May or, 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 or what are your thoughts? I mean, he's cool as fuck. I think I've only seen him in those two roles, uh, Kick-Ass and Quicksilver. Yeah, but, I, you know, it's probably part of this whole Sony verse of um, Mar- Spider-Man villains. They're trying to build a universe out of that. We got Venom, Venom 2 coming out. We got Morbius with Jared Leto coming out at some point. Ooh, I'm curious for that one. Um, you know, they're, they're building something. It, I mean, it's cool. And they're like building like a an evil a villain universe, which we've never really seen like anybody. Facts. That. My only thing about that is like, I'm kind of excited about it just because, yeah, you're right. He's a badass actor from what we've seen. I think he could pull it off. I'd be looking forward to that. But the only thing is, like, I don't know, like, well, how much do I need a Craven movie without Spider-Man? Like, Craven's interest. Me too. Okay. Well, all right. Well, all right. I, I, yeah, I'm the odd up. man out. Okay. I want <laughs> it. Yeah, you're bugging. Dude, <laughs> like, like, it's Craven the Hunter. It's one of the most epic, like, Spider-Man villains of all. Oh, and he, to be honest, I think Spider-Man has like a bit of a weird, um, what's it called? Uh, what's the appropriate name? Uh, Supervillain list. Rose Gallery. Rose yeah. Gallery. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, fucking had a brain fart. Sorry. But yeah, his is pretty weird. But there's something about Craven the Hunter that is just insanely epic. And I've always wondered about that character's backstory because he's not a metahuman, right? Not no, I don't think so. I think he's just an epic yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> so so stop and think about that for a second. Like wrestling you know, t- lions. Yeah, exactly. So stop and think about that. Which you're going toe to toe with Spider-Man. That's exactly impressive. Yeah. Exactly. So a quick peek into my brain. So my favorite um Disney villain has always been Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. From the cartoon movie. Gaston. Yeah, exactly. Because think about it. Gaston is formidable enough to fight Beast head to head. Yo, I respect (laughs) Gaston, bro. And his diet. His eggs all day and just exercise. He eats raw eggs. He's also toxic, though. And bangs the triplets. 100% toxic. 
<laughs> there's a pattern here. But anyway, the point is that maybe society does need a little bit of toxicity, but that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just, Just a little bit. Not, not it looks character. But dude, I cannot wait to see the backstory of Craven the Hunter because for one man, that's very Batman-esque if you think about it. If you think like who's more formidable physically, Batman or Craven the Hunter? Think Yo, about Batman. That. What? What are you talking about? Listen, man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, and yeah, I, anyway. I, I, and and I think the build off of that and leading to what's next, it, it's like I take offense of your like uh, Spider-Man has a weird rogues gallery. I beg to disagree. I think he has a pretty epic rogues gallery, which apparently we're gonna get see in probably full fruition at the next. Uh, sp- in the f- we've been talking about Spider-Man No Way Home for a while. Word. We've talked about how wacky and crazy this movie's been. The latest fucking rumor that we got is that Willem Dafoe is returning, reprising his role as Green Goblin. But it's that's not it. That's a, that's already enough, right? Because we've gotten fucking, uh, you know, Alfred Molina replacing his role as Doc Ock, Jamie Foxx replacing his role as uh, Electro, right? And the oh, yeah, rumors I'd forgotten about that. Yo, we got the Fuck. rumors of Andrew Garfield returning as Peter Parker, right? Tobey Maguire as well. But the big thing here that comes with the Will and the Phone news is that apparently they're going to get the Sinister Six together, which is going to be Will and the Phone leading them with as Green Goblin, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. We're going to have Electro Jamie Foxx. We're going to have Rhino from the Amazing Spider-Man film, the Lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man film as well, and Sandman from the Sam Raimi universe as well. And wait, get this. The idea is the movie's called what? No Way Home. Yeah. The apparently it's a reference to the villains that this is a multiversal Sinister Six that don't have a way home. What? And that's what's going to oh, happen. Fuck. That's, I'm with it. I'm blown away. But of course, the first thing I'm asking is how do they get to having no way home? That's how is yeah. Doctor Strange involved? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it like it can't be just like a one off scene where he comes in at the end and helps them get home? You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is insane. And is the rhino still going to be played by Paul Giamatti or no? Apparently, yeah, I think it's because it's supposed to be from the amazing Spider-Man uh, of films, not the Sam Raimi. We have Spider-Man, yeah. Sam Raimi, and we have Andrew Garfield's amazing Spider-Man's. So, yeah, because from there we got Electro, Lizard and Rhino from that universe. And then we have Green Goblin, Sandman. Uh, and uh, uh, he said Dr. Octopus, and they're the ones are going to become the Sinister Six. The dialogue, yeah. oh my god, dude, the dialogue is gonna be mind blowing. I cannot wait. Yeah, and so, Rod, Rod, what do you think, Rod? I, I, nah, I I'm I, speechless, like, I, I don't like this. A lot of this is speculation, right? Like, a lot of this we're still yeah. kind of piecing together from bits and pieces and a few rumors here and there. But it, it looks like it's going to be something massive regardless. And, and I, I'd be curious to see how much Doctor Strange will, in fact, play a role. Because I see a lot of these, shena- these spider shenanigans taking place over at Sony, right? Because that, yeah. that they're, they're the ones that own, for lack of a better mm. term, all these you know Sinister Six members. Um, so we'll see how much they like intermingle this shit. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm stoked for it. You know, like who's going to who's going to really like tap into the multiverse first. Right. Because that's like the next frontier for superhero movies. You know, DC and Marvel are always at each other's tails. So, you know, like 
Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming out, and allegedly it's going to crack the Spider Verse open. And then we have yeah. fucking Flash, the next Flash movie that's going to you know bring in Michael Keaton and all that shit. So that's going to be the next new, the next hot thing now. It's like to pull in other franchises and try to make it something new. Now I'm stoked, man. I fucking love Spider Man, dude. I'm like I like I said. I think I've said this shit before. This movie's too crazy to speculate and. I think Ryan just, he also said that shit too. It's insane. And I'm all in. I can't wait. Before the movie comes out, I've been starting to give about preemptive ratings. So I'm going to continue. I give this movie a solid 8.5. <laughs> what do you give the Flash? The, what is it? It's just called point, The Flash, right? right? Or Flash? Like it'll be based on Flashpoint, I guess. I don't know. What do you, what do you give that one? What do you give that shit a seven? Holla at me. Sounds about Holla right. I'm with it. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I'll take advantage to let the fans know out there that we've mentioned before quite a bit that we're on Instagram. We, we are on Instagram. We're on every social media. We're everywhere. Now we're active on Twitter now. We, we, we've entered the Twitter world and, and, and we like it. Actually, we feel the Legion on Zoom fits nicely there. So give us a follow on Twitter. Retweet the, uh, everything we're posting there. I bring this up because I've been surprised of what I've seen in the Twitterverse that a lot of people don't like this news. People don't like that. People are critiquing. They're like, this story sounds crazy for the Spider-Man No Way Home. All these characters. And, and they're like critiquing it. And I'm like, yo, bro, like you haven't read the story. Like, I don't know. Like, how are you hating something? The vocal you- minority. Yo, but they're loud, motherfucker. They're yes. loud. Because I'm, I'm like posting like, first of all, in Kevin Feige, we trust. We, we, we've said this before, and he's involved in, in, in these Spider-Man movies, right? So they're not going to fuck it up. John Watts is directing I, 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 it. I don't know about that. Because, you know, let's look at Venom. But Venom, I'm sure he's going to be tied to this these nope, shenanigans. he's not. No, apparently he's not. It's a separate. Mm. Even for Venom, the, the trailer that we just got for Let There Be Carnage, they said specifically that it's not with the MCU. Okay. Shit. Yeah. So like they're making those hard oh, yeah, distinctions. Yeah. yeah. By, like they're like, no, that's not us. This is us. This is like you know Kevin Feige. I'm saying he's like. But this I'm is saying our like shit. when when Sony wants to do their spider thing, right? Kevin Feige only has so much to say, and I think he wouldn't even want to say that much because if it is a train wreck. He wants to be as far away from that shit as possible. Facts. But is, but, okay, but, but is, okay. Important philosophical cosmic level question. <laughs> is Feige. <laughs> f- <laughs> Just you- Let me ask it. Right. Let me go ask ahead. It. Go ahead. Fuck. All right. Is Feige fallible? When it yes. comes to Spider Man, it's possible because Sony oh, has their shit. hand in the pot too. And, and it's like, and then, you know, Sony has good shit too True. into the Spider-Verse. Shout out. Well, and I think you just reminded me, I think I'm going to watch Venom for the first time. I still haven't seen that shit. Um, but, yo, props to whoever at Sony secured the rights to Spider-Man. Yo, <laughs> they, who are you? <laughs> yo, word. <laughs> who is that? Who master? are you? We want to talk to you. Like, yo, yeah. That person is one of the biggest unsung heroes in like the back rooms of entertainment deal making. Sony owes so much. Yeah. I think that guy Avi Arad was heavily involved in all that stuff. Back I haven't when, heard that name in a minute. Back when like Marvel was was on the verge of bankruptcy and they started selling these licenses to like Fox, X-Men, yeah. Spider-Man, Sony, and Hulk, Universal, whatever the fuck. Um, I think he was heavily involved in all that shit. And then and then again, you know, when they made their own fucking studio, they had all these other characters. 
characters locked in other contracts. But slowly but surely, thanks to the power of Disney, they're fucking concentrating power. But Sony, though, thanks to that guy that made that deal, they're not going to be able to get... They will never get Spider-Man back never, fully. Never, They'd have to never. buy Sony. Yo, you have like an epic executive at the top of Sony just sitting there. He's in charge of the Spider-Man property. No. <laughs> that's all he does. He's like, no. He gets heavily compensated. And his sole job is to always say no to Disney and Marvel for the rights of Spider-Man. Yo, respect to Sony. Yo, shout out. And Word. all those fucking like refurbished electronics from the outlets and shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, but exactly. But regardless, there's some hate on Twitter. We all that's why we need you, the listener, right now. Join us on Twitter to share some love. Uh, uh for like it, it sounds fucking cool. <laughs> like it's Max, the multiverse sinister six. Like, come on, like and the Tom Holland films haven't been crap. Like Let's just show some love Word, and we'll see. I know I'm sure people are a little bit triggered because of Spider-Man 3. They're like, that was the last Spider-Man film that was, uh, come on, you say, um, packed with villains. And and, yeah. and I get it. I get it. It's there ambitious. Was this, there was Harry Osborn, Green Goblin. We got Ben and we got Sandman. There there was a lot going on. And, <laughs> and, and, and so, but, but come on. Come on, let's just still be let's be hopeful about this. It's, it's these are tough times. We don't need these extra hate out there in the fucking world. Nah, man. Like honestly, I think that just speaks to the general tone of society today, where people <laughs> hate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Let me get deep, man. All Jesus right, Christ. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I think this speaks to the general tone of society where people find pleasure in hating. People find pleasure in destroying art. That's weird. Yeah, you man. Know, I, you I know what people just... aren't hating, though, right now? What people aren't hating? People are not hating Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. I'm hating it. Yo, oh, the what? man is back. Fuck save him. it. Save it. It's time for some LOZ reviews. We're going to get into it. Army of the Dead. We've talked about Zack Snyder. We love Zack Snyder. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm not I'm going to have to own it. I'm going to own it. Right. You guys loved Zack Snyder. I was always skeptical. I had I had difficult relationship with him. But now I'm like, yo, he's I love him. He's a, he's a good man. He's a good man. And Army of the Dead came out on Netflix. Let's get into it. OK, two things. One, did you see Dawn of the Dead yet? Nope, not yet. Okay, you must see it. Number two, what are you drinking tonight? Facts. Yes. So for tonight, we're going, you know, it's not zombies, but we're looking at the save fucking the robots. All right. So this is an East Coast IPA by none other than Radiant Pig Craft Beers. All right, Radiant Pig, what's good? This is what we're drinking as we enjoy Army of the Dead. Talk about comic books and everything like that. This goes well with that. You want us to keep talking? Send us a six pack. <laughs> right. I, lo- I love the can art, though. Shout Facts. out to the can art. Facts. Word. And the and radiant I- pig. The <laughs> word. Like if there's and any I'm- beer for comic books, this is the one. <laughs> yes. Facts, man. And I'm down with the message. Like hashtag save the robots. We here at the LOZ are allies to all actual robots <laughs> and all individuals who happen to identify as robots. <laughs> yes. We are off all this hashtag save the robots. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, man, like, all right, so 
maybe exaggerated. I didn't hate it, but there was too many. Uh, what the fuck moments, bro? Like the story was awesome. Like the story was awesome. Like from the get, one thing I want to say off the bat: shout out to Batista. He acted the shit in that movie. That was him trying to escape the confined box that is him being Drax the Destroyer, even though that shit got him OD millions. But he, yo, I saw rage here. He tried. The dude was crying. I'm like, yo, he used, maybe not a lot of it, but a bunch of that Guardian's money to get some acting classes. Dude had rage. Like, I felt this acting. I'm like, you know what? I want to see this guy play some stereotypical, I'm getting revenge for the kidnapping of my daughter Rose. I'm with it. Yo, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I do I do really think that was the, the pleasant surprise of it. And I don't even want to think it's like, who knows if it was after Guardians of the Galaxy, he got the acting lessons. You know, I think he might have just been a good actor from before. He, you know, he, he was doing wrestling. You require acting for that. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't, was not given the chance to play more of a, it's not terribly complex a role, but it's way more complex than Drax. Drax is a yeah, stupid character and it's very limited to what he can do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Drax is a stupid <laughs> character. All right. Firstly, <laughs> quick, quick, uh, uh, some late, late news. Also, he announced that Guardians 3 would be his last appearance as Drax the Destroyer uh, on, on like his go press go. runs. Right. So, so I think we're getting two appearances. We're getting the holiday special from James Gunn, and then we're getting Guardians 3 also by James Gunn. Just quick. Right. Uh, you know, we love his shit. Like, he does not miss with his stuff. Yo, and I will say something I really love and I respect him and uh, Dave Bautista even more is that he said that he is finding it hard to do all these shirtless scenes, no? Because he's for Drax, he's going to be shirtless with all the tattoos uh, uh, drawn on him and the, the, the skin comes out of color on him. Yeah. And and the, he's like, yo, he's in his 50s. He's like, yo, it's hard to keep this up. And honestly, for me, I'm like, yo, respect, man. Like, I... I get that. Like, I feel like, especially like for him that he was a wrestler and all that, like he doing, I feel, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's awesome for him to be honest about it yeah. and being like, I, it's not worth it. I want to drink a beer and like relax and do something else. And with army of the dead, I believe he can do more things. Hey, I do think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. We're, I agree. Yeah. He was, was monstrous in this role. Cause he, he's kind of like a, like a Dwayne the Rock Johnson sort of, right? I was thinking oh, that. Oh, yeah. nice. I was thinking that. I, I was like, like he, he's, I think he's building up to that, like, you know, A-tier uh, status. But yeah, let me just dive in quick into the movie. Uh, Do I it. was really excited about this movie, obviously. You know, Zack Snyder's been on fire lately. You know, he's a man on a mission. Uh, and he returns to the zombie genre with this epic uh, Netflix movie. Now, it is not a follow-up to Dawn of the Dead. Much to the dismay of, of fans, because uh, Dawn of the Dead is a horror movie. Army of the Dead is not necessarily a horror movie. Yes, there is suspense. You do get the, the, there is a primary villain. It's not just fucking mindless swarms of zombies that are yeah. unstoppable. You do get a central villain, which kind of like focuses the story a little bit, because in, in that in, like Dawn of the Dead. It's more of like a montage of, of scenarios, whereas this is building a, a longer, broader narrative. I think there's many, yeah. there may even be aliens involved in shit, right? Because, okay, so the movie starts off with like there's like a military vehicle uh, transporting this highly uh, fucking secure content and it turns out to be like this zombie like like a like an uber like a zombie prime like not just yeah, like, like a, a zombie yes. juggernaut like yeah like zombie, zombie zero yeah he looks like frank castle 
Like, yeah, I don't know, he, he did like a zombie Frank Castle. He just rips yep. apart this like small squadron of soldiers and he's right next to Las Vegas. And then you get like a, a great opening uh, where uh, Zack Snyder lays a lot of exposition in just the, the title like he did with, um, you know, uh, Batman versus Superman. So you so basically Las Vegas has been quarantined. It's been infested with zombies and quarantine. And in this quarantine there's like a fucking there's like a hierarchy of zombies there's like and another difference from dawn of the dead there's yeah. actually like intelligent zombies there's a queen there's a fucking king like the zombie prime there's a caste system and shit there's probably yep. some zombies that can't get zombie butt because of where they are in the zombie system so- right so and so he basically gets all that shit out of the way in just the title okay now the plot is it's a heist movie and then it's, you get like the dude that was scorpion in Mortal Kombat comes back to yeah. recruit Batista <laughs> to do this epic shit. And guys. Yo, I no, I, I love that's the one thing that I really like. Cause you're thinking you know, about zombie films, right? And we've heard Chess before saying how the zombie craze is over. It Nobody is. gives a Yo. fuck about zombie films. It is. <laughs> and then you see this movie. I love it because they did a really good job. Saxon did a good job at doing the world building. Exactly. Like just setting it up like this is different in these kind of ways. And this is, this is where you're at. And then now the characters, it's a heist movie. And then even, and then at that point, then after when they start doing the heist movie, uh, part of the movie, they show us how, you know, there's these zombies that some zombies are like top tier zombies on top of everybody else. we got the zombie prime that we've been mentioning. And then the regular typical zombies, which is awesome. And then one of the first zombies we see when they try to sneak into Las Vegas to do the heist, right? They need to get uh, uh, money, right? It's like apparently there's a lot of money behind in 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 a in a bank vault underneath. Um, it's actually the Wind Museum uh, uh, Hotel, a casino yeah. that looks like it, but it, I don't remember what they call it. And they um, that's the point. One of the first ones they see it's the zombie tiger, right? Which is like that's no, but it's cool. Like it's cool. Listen, man. Like I enjoyed the movie very, very much. I enjoyed the effects. The visuals were off the hook. But then you got to start to ask yourself like certain things. Like okay, one. I refuse to believe that they managed to quarantine Las Vegas, considering how fast those zombies could move. That doesn't make any sense. You know what no, I mean? Wait, no, wait. I think it makes sense. Knowing like what Rod said at the beginning, because the movie starts with the government transporting this um, package, which we end up knowing it's basically zombie prime to a bunker that's supposed to be, I guess, near Las Vegas or something. And he gets loose and there's an accident and and all this shit happens. For me, it makes sense. They know, right? The moment in that first scene when the military guy tells the person that they're speaking on the phone, like, oh, the because they don't know they don't know the people delivering they don't know what it is and then they say like oh it seems the thing opened the container and the person on the phone is like run leave fuck your men to fuck your the women that's that, on your team that was get the fuck dope. out of here for me that makes sense then so then i i would imagine that the moment that that call went out the government's like we have to quarantine Las Vegas because that's what's going to happen. They're like, they're ready getting because it's like they know what's going to happen. And just quick PSA, if you will, humor me, gentlemen. For the sake of safety, don't get your dick sucked while you're driving. If they, this whole thing, if that chick didn't want to suck dick while the dude was driving, this whole thing could have been avoided. 
those dudes would have gotten the package to where it was going, but no. There needed to be some fellatio going on. Hey, we're True. in the highway, Las Vegas, excitement. I'm a suck some dick. In the, the Snyder Cut, it was the burger guy. Remember the burger guy? Yeah. He almost kills Iris. Like, <laughs> right. So, all right. So, you know, I, I laid down the movie. This this is definitely like like a, a more of your typical, like, big budget movie kind of deal with stars, a lot of humor sprinkled yeah. in. Um, not better than Dawn of the Dead unfortunately well, yeah, that is still it's still the bar that he said so high that he can't even fucking jump over that shit in my Facts. humble opinion no you're right that's a fact yeah the zombies in this are powered down uh oh really yeah Don't be. like 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 they can you know they were like fist fighting them in i don't know the dead it's just terrible, no 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 no, no. Right? they all would have died they, fucking, yeah bro, bro the zombies in Dawn of the dead are fucking what what would you call it though? What's like the ultimate Olympic athlete? What is it like the fucking decathlete or some shit? <laughs> they play fucking ten sport, motherfuckers. The, the Iron Man, no, but, they do the Iron Man. Bro, full on sprinting zombies. Nah, nah, nah but they had parkour the zombies in Army of the Dead, though. You saw the parkour <laughs> zombies <laughs> leaving. Yeah, yeah, they, they did have parkour <laughs> zombies. All right, but but still, it just seems so much worse in Army of the Dead. Like it's like. I like how, however, though, it's kind of like he took the whole concept of his zombies and just he moved the toggle to the other side of the spectrum. Like, what would be the antithesis of the Dawn of the Dead zombies? And it would be zombies with some basic intelligence and a caste system who could fucking negotiate. And also on top of that, we later learn that they're about to start fucking spawning because the queen zombie was pregnant. So these zombies were banging. Yo, where that's one of the things that I loved about this is that it makes me want to see more movies, right? Because they really, besides having a zombie prime, right? That's kind of like leading the group who's like seems to be more intelligent than what we would think a typical zombie is, at least when we'll be seen from Robert yeah. as Walking Dead, that they have this whole shit of, right? Like there's a queen that they're actually, one, they're fucking. Kind of want to see zombies fuck. Like, how do they do it? Like, hashtag zombie sex. I think you're alone on that one. Oh, no, one, he's not alone. Yeah, sure. If you look into it, that's a whole genre of porn. Yo, listeners out there, am I alone on this or not? Come on, tell, send us some love for some zombie sex. Zombie fucking. That is not if you're into it. And with that, actually, for your comic book fans out there, like you're obviously you're all comic book fans. One of the things when we realized this was happening is that we saw. I was very happy to see. Theo Rossi, who was uh, uh, best known as playing Shades in Luke Cage, was Word. was the because um, they when they the heist begins, they have to sneak into Las Vegas and they there's, there's a group. Right. And then they bring this guy in, you know, which is Theo Rossi. I forgot the act, the character's name. And then the woman who's like supposed to be like the the, the mule, no, the coyote that yeah. knows how to bring people in and out. Uh, says that we have to give in, because he said an offering to the to the zombie prime and all that, and shoots this guy on the fucking legs, to then for him to eventually become one of these zombie prime type characters, yeah. uh, right? And and that was first of all, that was I love that actor from Luke Cage. I thought it was cool to see him. Bro, and bro, 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 plays bro. a great ass. <laughs> Don't disrespect the actor. Theo Rosie gets a shout out for being Juice in Sons of Fucking Anarchy. Oh, oh yeah, I forget that. I forget. Fuck. I'm Damn. like, wait, Luke Cage, which props to his work in Luke Cage. I dug him in shades, but dude, fucking Juice nah. from Sons of Anarchy. 
Shout out to, to Theo yeah. Rosley and shout out to Sons yeah, of Anarchy. Shout out. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Like the, anyway, but like, served. yeah, it's sad. Like, I lo- I love that build up showing us that kind of intricate world uh that what they were set up. But I will then say for me, I, I was enjoying the movie, I was loving the movie halfway through it, and halfway through it, I'm like, I it got crappy. I I I didn't like basically the second half of the movie. It kind of got a little bit the action got dope dope but like then the 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 storyline got dumb i don't know like i felt like for me like that whole scene with dave bautista and the mexican actress i forgot her name yeah that was out of nowhere yeah out of nowhere i don't know where there's this one female character that they were buddies with that they the heist with but apparently they were she was secretly in love with him and we find this out only only right before she gets killed so it's like, oh, okay, the make <laughs> the best it, part of the. I whole did this for you. <laughs> I did this for you. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, um, no. And then there's scenes like I don't know. Like I used to keep. Uh, we we've been giving love. We love you, Zack Snyder. It was a fun film. We recommend you watch it. But there are some dumb things, no. And then when they're trying to escape, they have they have taken Otaro, who's playing the the she's a comedian who's playing the 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 driver of a helicopter pilot, right? And so. There's this whole awesome scene trying to escape the fucking zombies. They run up to the top of the building to uh, to get on the helicopter. And then they end up that's this is the second. I think this is the second rooftop they're on because the, the fucking hairs. They bought these daughters there and she runs. We don't need to get it. Even that's kind of a little bit stupid. The point is we see a scene that the there's no helicopter and they're like, oh, no. She left us to live on her own, like survive this whole thing. And then she just appears out of nowhere again. Like, no, psych, I'm here. I'm like, that that was dumb. Like, that, I don't know. That was like so stupid. Like, oh, OK, uh, you left and just came back. OK, all right, whatever. Get on the and, fucking helicopter. Yeah, word. Oh, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't it take that fucking long to get on the helicopter? Like, oh, what my God. What are you doing? Get on the helicopter. Get on the... You, you, you're getting chased by zombies. Get on the helicopter. What are you doing? <laughs> they're having a moment. They're talking. And they're like, oh, thank you for coming back. And, like, you know, this and that. And it's like, yo, motherfucker, zombie prime is hunting you. Get on the copter and leave. And at this point, too, for the fans out there, which is actually fun, there's a nuke <laughs> being directed to Word. Las Vegas. And they're about to get nuked. So all the more reason there's a zombie hunting them. There's a nuke on the way. But no, let's stop and talk about this. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? That supposedly I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but Tignataro, she did all, props to her. Um, She did all, um, all that shit on a green screen. She wasn't even like on set because they had to wipe out Crystalia because of some unfortunate incidents. But... Like she did that whole, all her lines seemed like, she, like, Tig was on set straight up. Yeah, like, she was great in the movie. Yeah, so like re- release the Crystalia cut. I want to start that movement. I wonder if, it, <laughs> nah, I wonder if it's no. better. No, nah. nah I mean, yo, he's funny though, bro. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, yeah it'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Except for the fans out there, I think I'm, I'm sure you can just Google Chris D'Elia. You know, it, he got caught up in this whole shit about apparently like just sending inappropriate things to minors. Wow. Zack Snyder saying, you out, bro. Like we we when we, that's yeah. not cool. And, and uh, so that apparently- a tight ship. Yo, man, come on. Oh, yeah, that's like- a tight ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's- play games. 
that's playing basic human decency. <laughs> that's just at least baseline level. <laughs> like, exactly. Because I'm really sent, I, never sent a dick pic before. Not to a minor. minor. <laughs> not to minors. Wait, like, like, oh, Rod's quiet. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's been accused of. The minors that he was sending yeah. it to minors, the minors, people underage, below 18 years of age. If and he he's a grown a ass pic, man. Okay. Like if he yeah. was sending a dick pic to just like where it was legal to regular checks, he wouldn't have been having an issue right now. Oh, or maybe he would have considering the times. But yeah, that was why he's he's basically been like blacklisted. But it's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. I'd watch, I'd watch the uh, Chrysalia cut. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it too. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not against it. I'd watch it. But yeah, and the movie did run a bit long. It was like two hours yeah. and oh, almost yeah. 40 minutes. And I was happy about that. But after seeing where they went, like I mentioned at the start, they cut out the horror of the zombie contagion in the beginning, right? Facts. We, we, it's already an afterthought once we jump into the main plot. So given that he got so much done in the first, like, what, 20 minutes? And yeah. then just have it drag for another two hours? Uh, this is probably one that I... Maybe when part two, because I'm definitely going to watch the follow-up. It's the, it's good enough that you want to see what happens next. Totally. totally. Kind of like Mortal Kombat, but better. Mortal Kombat, Much I'm going to watch part two. But this one, I'm, I'm more excited uh, to watch uh, the sequel to this one. And, and was it just me? Or did anybody get the sense that aliens are involved? I was actually about to ask you guys now. Um, While I was watching the movie with my girlfriend, like we stopped to notice for a second. At one point, I don't know if this was a movie glitch or if it just makes it make us feel crazy. Was one of those zombies a robot? I saw a spark when they were shooting them. Whoa, no, there's the stuff with the blue eyes that got me like thinking like exactly like a little bit like, are they like uh, something? Listen, going man, on. we both. Yeah, yo, we both stopped and looked at each other and I was like, oh, shit. No, that's but, crazy. But and actually, the, the zombie baby looked like an alien. I think yeah, that's that the what, yeah. zombie infestation is the first strike from an alien invasion. So, Dude, so I, I want to watch this, <laughs> bro. I think he's building something. He's now, building speaking something. of building something, what do you guys think about that whole time loop shit? They, they present casually, you know, so there's this moment for people like with the heist. Obviously, the heist involves reaching a bank vault. It's a big team. Everybody has their own task. And then once they reach the bank vault, they see a lot of dead bodies. And this main one of the main characters, I forgot his name. There was the he was the only black character, I think, in, in, in the team. Right. He describes saying, like, we're stuck. He says, just right, we're stuck in a time loop. We've already done this before. Look. And he just points to all the uh, he said, El esqueleto, the cadavers that they see there. And they all are either wearing a shirt that one of them is wearing. They're wearing a necklace as one of them. Is, it's, it's some kind of similarities to it. And apparently, you know, and, and at the moment you take it like it's just like, oh, a funny thing. Like, like because we find out the scorpion scorpion from Mortal Kombat, who's the, <laughs> the main guy in the movie, the main bad guy or the guy who creates the heist team uh, uh, has had other teams before to try to go get the money and they failed. And so that's what they're pointing out. Like other people have done it and they died. But this guy says like, yo, it's us and we're stuck in this loop or something. Apparently I've seen in like tinfoil moments that that's there's something to it. <laughs> to that, what have you, Did you guys pick that up? I mean, oh, from, yeah, 
for me, it was just I was like, you know what? I'm not going to humor that shit because it's too crazy for no reason. Like, whoever the writer is, fuck exactly. you for that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to humor that. What about the no? aliens, though? There are aliens involved. Yeah. Um, The one thing I do want to say is what's crazy <laughs> is <laughs> that's wild. Fucking Tin Hell. Um, fucking Tin Four had us fuck. The one thing that kind of irked me, though, is that they killed Batista's daughter, too. You guys realize that, right? They dropped a nuke on Vegas. Did any of you guys fucking see Chernobyl? His daughter got oh, riddled oh, with radioactivity. 100%. 100%. Like, nah, but I, made... I, I had that same comment, but someone said that they they worded the nuke the nuke as like a, a some low-yield, non they, they They covered their bases with some mumbo-jumbo. That's what I heard after I had that same remark. Like, whoa, they got mm. hit by that wave of radiation. They're all doomed. Fuck but I think the writers kind of did some fuckery. But yeah, whoever that dude was, I uh, don't recall his name, the Jack Black dude. He He's one of the best. Uh, he's Omari casting. Hardwick. He plays yeah. Banderhole. Yeah, he's he was probably yeah. maybe even the best character. And then like his arc yeah. ma- leads you to believe that there will be, in fact, a sequel. Oh, which totally. I'm going to watch sure. a Mexico City sequel, you know, because I think for the fans out there, you've seen it. You know what we're talking about. If not, you should stop right now. and Go fucking. You should have stopped Word. a while ago and seen the movie. It's good, despite we talking us crap about it, but it's, it's a fun movie. Is at the end he ends up locked in the in the in the safe vault while the nuke lands, and so then he walks out eventually and can you know survive because he's protected from that. But I was thinking the same thing as Chez when he walked out. I'm like, you got mad fucking radiation, man. You're probably gonna die in about two weeks. I recommend you watch <laughs> watch Chernobyl on HBO. It was a great fucking miniseries. That shit was wild. It's like there's no way you're gonna survive that shit, man. Yeah, but, but you know Chernobyl greatly exaggerated too. Right? I mean, I don't happen I, like that. I, well, I mean, <laughs> a I little think, bit. I wouldn't say great. Exactly. No, bro. No, bro. Uh-uh. Nah, I, I don't nah, think they it was a great series. I don't think they exaggerate. Considering what happened in that town, I don't think that bro. they. I think okay, they're okay, exaggerating okay. about their exaggeration. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but we're, we're anyway. It ends up with him traveling to Mexico, but we see him experiencing zombie symptoms, and it just leaves you like that. And so, besides uh, Dave Bautista's daughter developing cancer from the radiation, <laughs> he's becoming a zombie <laughs> in Mexico to then infect other people. So there's room for Army of the Dead too. And and overall, it was a fun movie. I give it a a, a seven point five, uh, uh, one out of ten, uh, seven point five. Uh, you know, it was fun. Uh, I recommend you watch it inebriated in some kind of way. <laughs> It'll make you enjoy it even more. But that's my take. I give it a three. Damn! Oh! No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn! I had to give oh. it a five on average so far. No, yeah. Um, I'll give it a six point five. Seven, yeah. We'll end on seven. 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 LOZ seven review. That's what we're doing. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Listen to us. This is what we're giving you our reviews. Fuck those hundreds of critics. Listen to three dudes on Zoom. Yeah, or just go watch Stun of the Dead if you haven't already. It is so fucking good. God damn. I I, I was really hoping for more of that, but you know, he probably doesn't want to play the same song twice or whatever. Oh, of course. 
you know, he wants to flex and involve aliens and robots and all this bullshit. So I'm with it. I'm with it. And, and apparently some and some tenant mind uh, time loop shit. No, 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 fuck with him. No, fuck with him. No, fuck with him. Yo, I want to see this now. He's getting man. crazy. Yo, yeah, speaking was... speaking of crazy time loop shit, I think I think we're Word. due for a second LOZ review. We're gonna talk about Justice Society, the <laughs> latest fucking DC animated film. We've talked about DC animated films before. We talked about the new version, the new after the uh, uh, Apocalypse War, right? What was it called? No, what was that was that the name? I don't forget. Apocalypse War, yeah, yeah. Uh, Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War. Exactly. We got the, the DC animated universe reinvented, uh, uh, and we had the Superman. Um, what's the name of the movie? Superman? Man of Tomorrow. Man of Tomorrow film. And now we have Justice Society. That's that's just the name, right? Just World Society. War Two. World War Two. Yo, shout out on that second transition. Yo, you're two for two tonight. Yeah, facts. That, that was, was beautiful. That was, yeah, that should make my nipples hard. I'm never. Yeah, I hate I hate mentioning it and ruining the magic of it a little bit, but I have Fuck to. Fuck it. Sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> but you yes, gotta like, time loop fuckery. Uh, so yeah, this this movie is in fact the follow up to uh, Superman: Man of Tomorrow, which was like a, a reinvention in the animation form of the DC universe. And here we get introduced to uh, the Justice Society. Um, you get Wonder Woman, uh, Hawkman, Our Man, Black Canary, uh, Jay Garrick. Um, and, and you get, okay, so it starts off with Barry Allen, who he's facing off against Brainiac. He's teaming up with Superman against Brainiac. Somehow yeah. runs so fast that he gets looped into the... The, no, because the, the Brainiac, Brainiac shoots him with a kryptonite bullet and the flash runs and he runs so fast and in the yes. to catch said kryptonite bullet, he breaks through the fabric of reality and runs through the speed force. Yes. Into an alternate World War II where, where the JSA is the JLA. And from there, craziness ensues. Dude, that Wonder Woman makes Gal Gadot's looks like a pacifist. Yeah, but she's oh. modeled. She's modeled after her, though, right? I, and I, I did appreciate that they did that with the character in this movie. They, she definitely like Gal Gadotified. They, uh, uh, they're Wonder Woman for this one. Oh, and, Zack Snyder, Gal Gadot, yeah. right? Not, not the Patty Jenkins bullshit. No, the fucking. Oh, man. Sac- Let's be real, man, yo, because this, this Wonder Woman, because like exactly like we're saying, it starts with with the Flash enjoying a nice picnic with fucking iris west yeah. uh, in metropolis and he's like oh and then he gets involved with superman and brainiac and he tries to save superman and then because he just ran too fast he's in the past and he's in in world war ii time and ends up realizing that there's this whole fucking group the justice society of america that he's never heard about led by wonder woman um and gets involved to, to, to help them right and it, and it gets a little bit more complicated than that right because we get also what is it like? We, we end up finding out it's actually another Earth. He ended up traveling, yeah. not just to the past, but like another fucking Earth. Um, and, and but we get the Wonder Woman in World War Two. That's just fucking vicious and badass. And, and I love it. I love it. And once again, she throws down with Aquaman. I, I did appreciate that again. Right. Like they're making it a theme now. Uh, yeah, wait. Go ahead. Now, now I was gonna say that that's why I had made the comment on our chat thread that this was this gave me the vibes of of um Justice League War. right like where flashpoint the, flashpoint, no, flashpoint more flashpoint yeah no, no, yeah. No, yeah yeah flashpoint paradox I'm sorry yeah where the Atlanteans fight the Amazons and I'm like 
oh shit, they really did this fight again. That's surprising. But it's like, you know what? I want to see I want to see Jason Momoa fight Gal Gadot. Yo, hell yes. Not the characters. I want to see Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was gonna play Drax, but then he he turned it down, right? Just to, right. Just to bring it back to, to Dave Batista. They, yeah. they both won. Fuck. So yeah, this this is like an animated version of that first um multiversal story with Jake Garrick and Barry Allen, right? That joined the uh, Golden Age and Silver Age DC Comics. So that I didn't expect that that, that that's what this was. So that was kind of yeah. cool. Um, so that yeah, so it's it's a multiversal story and it's really well done. So you know, and I, and I love just to jump to the ending very quickly. We'll jump into the the plot and all that bullshit. But I love that the Flash like broke like like you said the fabric of space and time and came back and got the bullet the other way so all superman sees is him perform this crazy feat but to do it he went through this epic long adventure where he came across a whole other fucking team in the past mm-hmm. in an alternate reality anyway which which um that seems to be a big motif in all of flash lore because regardless of the speedster, whether you're talking about fucking Jay Garrick, Barry Allen, Bart Allen, fucking what's the blue and white dude's name? Uh, that's always going through time. Um, Max Mercury. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which speedster it is. It's always the concept of kind of like the speedsters are, ironically enough, the unsung heroes of heroes. Because the other heroes don't see the ways that they save. Fuck the world reality like time and shit like like they're not privy to those adventures it's kind of like the same way that the atom deals with a similar issue because nobody sees you when you do all that tiny shit that somehow saves everything but it's kind of like but it's pretty epic like it's crazy that they have to go through that which is kind of speaks highly about their like how humble they are as heroes all the speedsters which is pretty dope yo no so fucking true like uh, it was good to see the speedsters fucking playing such an important role and i do think just i i I don't think we can state this enough i think we all agree it was a fucking great movie like it was really fucking fun from beginning to end i really don't have any serious critiques about the movie it was just fucking fun you know and although we said this setup with with flash grabbing the bullet and then going back and then coming back you know and, and saving superman the history that we see and even just the whole we've spoiled it for you right now that he ends up realizing he's on another earth all the time you're thinking he's in the past and it's the justice society and we get some awesome characters right we got wonder roaming that's lighting the team we have a hawkman we have a black canary that's from in in the world war two times which is great to see we have um also flash but jay garrick flash right we have also uh, Steve Trevor, uh, who's oh, not right, part of the society, Trevor. but he's a key part of the team uh, uh, with Wonder Woman, of course. And I, I don't know. It's, it's almost a cooler Steve Trevor than what we've seen in the movie. Facts. No, no disrespect to Chris Pine, but like, you know, come on now. And we nah, also have he's cool. Man. I like him. Yo, yeah. we have our man. You know, they made our man cool. And we have Dr. Fate. Our a man bit too. was like, dude, our man was fucking dope. I want an our man movie. Or yeah, at least an hour man show. Give me an hour man show based in the World War II era. And you make some appearances by the other JSA members just to trickle them in, but it's an hour man show based in the 20s and 30s. That'd be fucking dope. Bro, Stargirl. Stargirl's out Ooh, there. That's right. for Yo, you. We gotta watch. We've talked They're about, about Stargirl before. 
It's good. <laughs> yeah, they're about wait, to wait, jump but... into the JSA. Mm-hmm. But is it all word? Yeah, but yeah, but dude, they're not gonna do that. Yo, I want to see a dude picking up tanks and like he has to worry about his time right. limit and shit. So, like, and here's what I love about this movie: that since you set it in World War II, just make Nazis the villain, obviously, right? Yeah, exactly. And then and then you showcase all the fucking superheroes doing cool ass shit, and mm-hmm. you know some of them make sacrifices. Black Canary has a scene stealing, no, a, 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 a movie stealing scene. Um, and, and it's just like, it's just spectacular to watch. And, and I did love Steve Trevor's story, him, him and Diana's story, right? Because then it, it, it uh, spills over into Barry and Iris with the ring and all yes. that. It's very touching and you want to cry and all that bullshit. I love DC. They've nailed another one. This is their MCU. They've just hit after hit after hit. And I can't wait for the next one, which is going to be the Batman The Long Halloween, not to jump ahead. Yes. No, seriously. No, this movie was really fucking good. See, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And especially even after watching Man of Tomorrow, the Superman movie, which loosely connects because it's the same Superman that we see in the Flash uh, uh, sequence at the beginning, at the end. Uh, just fucking good, you know. It's it's great, you know. And what Rod was saying about the 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 ring, even the Steve Trevor one Roman, it's just the whole thing. Like Steve Trevor tries to propose to one Roman like almost every day because it's like the reality of World War Two, no? That he thinks he's gonna die tomorrow, so he's trying to propose just so we can say he married Wonder Woman, no? Like, but he obviously loves her. It's it's awesome. It's hard to even get into it. And even when they when we see the Superman of that universe and we find out it's a different universe, it, it's just fucking mind blowing. And I want to give a shout out right now because also the band who plays Flash is none other than Matt Aboner, I think. B- oh, Bomer, yeah, 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 yeah. Who you may know him as Mr. Negative in the Doom Patrol show on fucking HBO Max now which is a great show. It's just a great cast, great movie, fun from beginning to end. And I want to know what happens next. Yeah, dude. Like, after seeing this, I was... I felt a bit off about the animation. I'll say that. But that's because... <laughs> always. I, the yeah, Fisher-Price animation. Listen, man. This story, as awesome as it is, it deserves more intense animation. You know what I mean? Like, it deserves more gripping animation. Yo, I love the animation. What was wrong with the animation? I don't know, man. Gorgeous. But the both of you are wrong, and that's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listeners, way, tell us: Are we wrong? What did you think of the animation? Let us know on Instagram and uh, fucking Twitter. I give it an over, eight. Yeah, I give it. Yeah, I give it about the same. Uh, you know what? Animation seven point five. I I honestly give it an eight point five. I'm 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 leaning yes. to nine. I really really <laughs> fucking like. It's one of the <laughs> animated because we've talked about the DC animated films before, right? And I think for me, this is one of the best ones. We, we've talked about what Flashpoint was a great one. The the that Suicide Squad one, which one was it, Rod? That was really good. Uh, Assault on Arkham. Assault on that was great. Hell to Pay was fucking awesome. Under the Red Hood. Um, that one was yeah, okay. Just, that Apocalypse was okay. War. No, Bangers. Apocalypse War was shit. I didn't like that. Bangers. We talked about this before. Yo, Apocalypse War, that shit moved me on so many levels. Yo, I bet, Rod, Apocalypse War or just a society? Apocalypse War. What, what are you no, mad? I'm down. Get that uh, fucking you've Apocalypse. Gone mad. Yo, fucking Apocalypse War should win the Sundance Film Festival. Yo, bro. <laughs> I, I, oh my god. Yo, Let's fucking up. Go back to that episode. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 that one, bro. Bro, Apo- Apocalypse, War, 
Apocalypse War should be screwed. Should be screened at cans. <laughs> Yo, what episode was that? So people can go into. I don't even remember. I think it was a. Uh, I cried during that. Right, right. Oh my god! At least Dude. once. Oh, Yo, I, I said it before. No, terrible. Yeah, I said it before. No, say it again. DC needs to start dropping these features in theaters, yeah. especially just out of desperation to get people back. In I'm the- with it. They did a limited release for The Killing Joke, which is on Netflix. I just saw, and I went. To, I went to the movie to see that one. It was a a Fathom event. So yeah, that'd yeah. be dope, man. I would totally support these movies in, in theatrical yeah. version. And apparently, the upcoming Batgirl project is animated as well. Oh. Damn. No, we thought it was gonna be like a like a live action thing, but anyways, with it, dude, I am totally with it, and I just can't fucking wait to see more of this new universe. Hopefully, they'll maybe switch up the animation a little bit, no, make it a little bit more intense and gritty. But I like where they're going with the stories. Just seeing off the vibe they gave their Wonder Woman and how they treated all the other characters. I'm looking forward to the writing in this universe and the direction it's going overall. I'm definitely happy about it. Yeah, and on that note, friends, countrymen, lovers, it's an honor, a pleasure. We are the Legion. I am Chez. Yo, People, and I am... listen to us. Yeah, I am Miguel. You got to listen to us. And also, you got to go watch Army of the Dead and you also got to watch Justice Society World War II. Great fucking films. We we have our issues, but they're fucking great and they're fun and no better way to spend a fucking good weekend. And you say Miguel. Rod is on mute. I'm He's muted walking. and I'm Rod. Peace out. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Later. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at legiononzoom.